Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. What's up? This your boy Lil Duval. And check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Seton, what if I told you there's a bacon, then there's number one thick cut, tastes like a touchdown in your mouth bacon? You must be talking about Wright brand bacon Mm -hmm. because they are not playing when it comes to the premium quality of their bacon. It's thick cut, hand trimmed, and real wood smoke. Real. And you could tell. So why settle for average bacon when you can have the real stuff? That's right. And if you're looking to upgrade any meal, any meal, try Wright brand bacon. That's called Wright brand bacon. You won't regret it. Experience bacon the right way. You are listening to the Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Welcome to the program. It's hour one on this Tuesday. Dan and the Danettes. Dan Patrick Show. Got a busy show. We'll talk to Alex Smith, the quarterback of the Washington football team. CeCe Sabathia, former baseball all-star, Cy Young winner, and also Nick Wright from Fox Sports will stop by as well. You can get involved with the program a variety of ways. You can dial us up, 877-3DP-SHOW. Email address, dp at danpatrick.com. Twitter handle, at dpshow. Say good morning to our Fox Sports radio lineup. We're now 376 radio affiliates around America with Juno, Alaska, joining us yesterday. And also, you can watch on Peacock all three hours. It's free. Download the app today. We'll come up with a poll question, play of the day, stat of the day. We're fully assembled. Seton's back with us, along with Paulie, Fritzy, McLovin, and yours truly. Uh, recapping some of the – it was a great night last night. I was uh, watching football, watching baseball. Braves rally, beat the Dodgers. Rays over the uh, Astros. Saints beat the Chargers in overtime. Bills-Titans coming up tonight. Braves-Dodgers, Rays-Astros as well. And one of the underlying themes in the NFL lately has been the old quarterbacks versus the young ones. And there's a group of Hall of Famers. They're pocket-bound quarterbacks going to the Hall of Fame. And they're hanging on while the talented, athletic young guys are coming into the league every year. And last night, it was 41-year-old Drew Brees against the 22-year-old Justin Herbert in the Chargers. Herbert was just a kid when Brees left the Chargers in 2005 to go to New Orleans. Last night, they shared the field. It was overtime. It was great. Breeze and the Saints came out on top 30-27. to 27. The quarterbacking position has changed in recent years. The last two MVPs, you got Patrick Mahomes and Lamar Jackson. They can beat you with their legs. They can beat you with their arms. And we saw Herbert move extremely well for a big guy last night. There was this uh, misconception that he was not a running quarterback or an athletic quarterback. You know, when you're that big, that tall, and at Oregon, you know, they were showcasing his arm. But if you watch the Rose Bowl, he ran for three touchdowns. Josh Allen, when he was at Wyoming, was not a running quarterback. I don't think these guys ran for more than 100 yards in their final season in college. But they are athletic, and they're on the move. The Saints are still a dangerous team, even with Breeze feeling like a dinosaur back there. But the new wave is here, and quarterbacks like Justin Herbert are redefining the NFL. It was fun to watch that last night. Meanwhile, the Saints keep trying to force Taysom Hill on us, and I keep saying, Taysom Hill, find a position for him, but it's not quarterback. It's just not. And Drew Brees, maybe the arm is uh, a little dead or a little tired, but he did have three touchdown passes. But this is really more about the Chargers, in my opinion, because – Justin Herbert is now your starter the rest of the year. He could put up better numbers, bigger numbers than the other quarterbacks that were taken in front of him. Certainly Joe Burrow and Tua and Jordan Love is not going to play. 
But he could be sitting. If you didn't have the doctor for the Chargers accidentally puncture Tyrod, I didn't do air quotes. No, I did not do Your, air your hands went up I, and you, <laughs> you started air quoting. I, I did. I, I, I was like Tyrod Taylor, I'm gasping for air quotes. Uh, accidentally puncture his lung. Tyrod Taylor would probably still be the quarterback. We would not know what we have in Justin Herbert. This is how it happens. And Herbert, when we talked about after the draft, sometimes you go to a team that you're not ready to start for, but they do have talent there to surround you. Joe Burrow went to the Bengals. They don't have a whole lot of talent there. And he's got to survive. Justin Herbert goes to a Charger team that's just snake bit. They have injuries, but they do have talent there. And he may get an opportunity to be better sooner than the other quarterbacks. The Chargers have now lost four straight games, each of them one score games. In each of those losses, they blew a lead. In two straight games, they've blown a 17-point lead and lost. Over the last four games, they've been outscored 44-16 to in the fourth quarter in overtime. They lost last night in a game that they never trailed until overtime. They missed a PAT, a potential game-winning field goal in regulation. Over the last two seasons, Chargers 3-13 and in one-score games. You can blame a lot of that on Phillip Rivers. I thought that was a damn good stat of the day or two, but apparently, okay, all right. Stat of the day, stat of the day, stat of the day. Here comes that what stat of the day. And Mr. San Diego, Ron Burgundy, even though the Chargers no longer in San Diego. You see, you just made it even worse that you're reminding. Although people (laughs) in San Diego may go, yeah, uh, you know, I think I'm glad that they're gone. We don't have to go through this misery. And now this used to be blamed on Philip Rivers internally with the Chargers that there were whispers that they couldn't trust Philip Rivers with the game on the line, fourth quarter, and that he would make mistakes. You know, I can't I can't be blaming Philip Rivers now. I got to look at coaching and. You know, defense, Justin Herbert played great. I mean, he. if I said these are the numbers you're going to get out of Justin Herbert, you'll sign up. Any team would sign up for that if they were starting a rookie quarterback. And no, no interceptions. And that Saints defense is still pretty good. And even those Saints defensive players were like, uh, I think the Chargers got something special. Here's Justin Herbert after the loss. we got to learn how to close our games. You know, it's the second week in a row where uh, we had a lead and, and we let it go and just have to learn to – to close out games and, and when we're up we need to keep rolling and we need to play consistently all four quarters and um, that's we haven't been able to do that these past two weeks uh, you've got to stop being a podium banger there too. the Nick Saban thing yeah you got to stop that it's, he's got to understand you know stop banging the podium yeah McLovin with all that being said why does it feel like the Chargers won and they're looking up and everything's great and the Saints are struggling even though the Saints won I think when you find your quarterback that's a big deal you got a rookie deal and you've, you've, you may have found something really special here. Now, you have talent on offense and defense. They just never put it together. Yes, Eden. The Chargers feel way better than one and four. Yeah. Don't they feel better? Like they're a better team at one and four than the Bears are at four and one. Right? <laughs> like, yes, McLovin. They're all hurt, too. You, people oh, my God. Hurt. Will you stop with this? No, but they are. Every t- they're worse than anybody. They have. They Wait. lost their O-line. Joey Bose is half a man right now. You just told me wow. the Niners were the worst team as far as injuries I know. Yesterday. Then I was watching last night, and people were tweeting, like, of all the guys we're missing. Imagine if Derwin James was out there. Imagine if uh, Bosa was full strength. Imagine this. Is Beluga. Like, they, they're missing all oh, these guys. God. But all the, right. you know the Chargers. They, they get snake bit. They could be healthy, and it wouldn't matter. But it, it feels like every single year they start the season with, oh, he's out for the year. Uh, yeah, defensive back's out for the year. Uh, wide receiver out for the year. So somebody had an emergency appendectomy. Yes, Paulie. Plus their uniforms are so good looking, it's hard to really critique them for anything. They look gorgeous. Here's Drew Brees after the win last night. You know, at the end of the day, we're down 20 to three, and we've made a bunch of mistakes. You know, a bunch of self-inflicted wounds, and I think second half came out, man, really dialed in, execution. You know, both in the passing game and the run game, defense came up with some big stops, and obviously we we just scratched and clawed our way back. Yeah, they did. You know, they did. But 
it still feels like you feel a little bit better about the Chargers after last night than you do the New Orleans Saints, which is strange. This program brought to you by Traeger, the wood pellet grill. You know, we love it. Wi-Fi technology that you don't have to be hovering around your grill. You can set it, forget it, and you can monitor it with your uh, iPhone. TraegerGrills.com slash DP show. And make sure you check one out today if you get the opportunity. McLovin, what kind of poll question do you have for me today? I watched a lot of the Dodgers game last night. I did pick the Rays to go to the World Series, so I am uh, smiling a little bit watching them beat the Astros. And uh, you got the games to... How, how big is this game for Clayton Kershaw today? Because you're going to face the Braves. You're facing Ian Anderson, by the way. Uh, who was, I think, a top five pick a couple of years ago. And he's a rookie. But the Braves, Clayton Kershaw, going to get... Oh, boy. And and the Braves got a... That's a good lineup. And I don't want to be one of those guys who comes out and says, man, like I know the Atlanta Braves. I just know that they get up there and you got some great hitters there. But Max Fried last night, he was brilliant. He really was. And the Rays, you can't pick them out of a lineup. But, you know, it's a good balanced team, offensively, defensively. But Clayton Kershaw going against Ian Anderson tonight is a big game. Yeah, Paul. This kid, Ian Anderson, is 22 years old. He's only made six regular season starts and two postseason starts. But in his two postseason starts, he hasn't given up a run. He strikes out a lot. Yep. But it feels like everybody strikes out a lot. Uh, Max Fried last night. And Walker Bueller pitched pretty pretty well. Here's the topic. Listen to now. This is a question. Now, Paulie goes, "Oh, did you hear the question asked to Walker Bueller? He's the Dodgers ace." And I said, "Oh, about his blister." He goes, "No. This is the question that was asked to Walker Bueller after the game." Hey, Walker. Uh, Walker Bueller's pants were trending on Twitter tonight. Um, Probably not like the time bit- or place, Michael. Thank you, Walker. <laughs> <laughs> He just lost. They lost in the ninth inning. If he threw a shutout, even then, I don't know if I would be saying, uh, your pants are trending. He had like Lululemon stretch pants on or something. (laughs) I I don't know what it was. Capri pants. But uh, he was asked about his pants last night. And you wonder why athletes get upset at us. Uh, Walker, your pants are trending. Not now, Michael. Oh, thanks. You know what? Oh, gosh, a little levity. You know, I really wanted to talk about this. Uh, it's nice to just change the topic. But anyway, yeah. yeah. So I prefer more of a Capri. And oh, I am so glad that you're talking about anything but the game because oh, we lost in dramatic. Let me. I want to go on and on about my pants right now. And I've got a couple pair. You know, and actually the material is like super stretchy. So you don't even, it's like you're wearing nothing actually. And I can do yoga in that. I can do soul cycle. I can do everything. And it, you know, it, it's really impre- impressive. Yeah, watch, watch me touch my toes right yeah. now. Watch it. This is amazing. Yeah, see? I know, see? Nothing. Like it just stretches with your body. Yes, Paulie. Do you want to know who asked him the question? Michael. Yeah. Michael Duarte, he's a re- reporter for oh. the Dodgers, NBCLA. He admits it. He posted it himself. He's not uh, embarrassed about it. So I'm not selling anybody out. Michael posted. I'm the guy who asked it. Michael the Hammer right. Duarte. But how would you feel if you're sitting next to him? You imagine one of these, you know, old crusty baseball guys been covering the game forever and they're sitting next to him. And all of a sudden they see Michael raise his hand and they're going, oh, this is going to be interesting. Uh, Michael, uh, your uh, pants are trying. <laughs> and that columnist needs that one last quote to fill out yes, his article. Yes, and he's yes, got it. He's yeah. the next one up. And then he walks on. Great. Thanks a lot, Michael. But, but Damn it. Some media guys back other media guys. What if I was there and I went, you know, uh, Walker, just to follow up on a pants situation. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think you guys would have performed better if you had worn baggy pants? Why is it you're the only one who wears these pants? Should everybody else be wearing them? Or is that the problem? Yes, Todd. Seems like he was a slacker out there. I get slacks. Slacks. Uh, Slacks, sir. All right. Screeching halt. (laughs) Thank you, Michael. Yeah. Now you just made Michael look better. He did. His question was far superior. Let's play it one more time. Hey, Walker. Uh, Walker Bueller's pants were trending (laughs) on Twitter tonight. Um, Probably not the time or place, Michael. Thank you, Walker. Probably not the time. Walker Bueller sounds exactly like Casey Affleck, by the way. (laughs) Oh, really? Better fastball. Yeah, yeah, play it again. Hey, Walker. 
Uh, Walker Bueller's pants were trending on Twitter tonight. Um, Probably not like the time or place, Michael. <laughs> Thank you, Walker. <laughs> Wasn't that the last question? I think that was a walk-off there. A walker-off. Oh, see what I did, Todd? Oh, oh, <laughs> they weren't saying boo. They are saying Bueller. Bueller. Yeah, Bueller. 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 Yes, Todd. What was more awkward, the, asking the question or at the very end with his tail between his legs going, thank you, Walker? <laughs> no. Well, no, I, I think he was being respectful. He was like, thank you. All right. I get it. But just to sit there and go, oh, I, gotta, I, I got one question I'm going to ask. I don't care about anything else in that game. I just want to add, not your blister, nothing. This I gotta, is going to be fun. I, I got to ask you. And what if he raised his hand like a bunch of times, finally getting called on, like I do, which distracts you, <laughs> and that's what he comes up with after finally he picked me. Do you think that Walker Bueller didn't want to call on him? Like he was looking around and like anybody else, nobody's raising their yeah, hand. I know this Michael guy usually asks a ridiculous <laughs> question. I guess I have to call on him. He's like, uh, any other questions? And then, you know, Michael's got his hand waving like this. Uh, yeah, Michael. Yeah. Uh, your pants were trending last night. Not now. Maybe not now. Thank not you, Walker. The time or place. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but boy, is this game big tonight. Huge. 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 And then the Rays and the Astros. Oh, by the way. Uh, so phone calls are welcome. We'll come up with a poll question, right, McLevin? I got a Drew Brees option. I have a pre-show meeting question. Ooh. That came that you brought up that I think people would be interested as a poll. Hmm. Not everything that's said prior to the show is fair game on the show. This one I think is uh, would be fair game. Okay, not that not that other story that was told. I think Paulie might have to run interference on this <laughs> just to make sure. Was this my owner? Yeah, that's a great question. Oh, okay. Yeah, my Arthur Blank question. Well, I didn't want to name names. Can okay, no, I just no, give the question? Okay. Who takes it the hardest Ooh. after a loss? The player, the coach, or the owner? Okay. Or a series of losses. Okay. All right. Yeah, because I brought this up, and it dawned on me last night where I was watching, uh, I don't know what I was, I think I was watching the football game, and I was wondering about a quarterback when he loses a big game like the Super Bowl. It affects him at probably more so than anybody else from the standpoint of this is going to be a blemish on his career. If a wide receiver loses the Super Bowl or running back, we don't hold them accountable. But Matt Ryan, this he'll be held accountable for this, uh, that loss to the Patriots. By the way, Arthur Blank, I don't know if we have the sound on it, but I, it feels like he just left the Matt Ryan fan club because he's like, ah, you know, I'd love to have Matt as our quarterback. I'm like, wait a minute here. You gave him that big contract here, and I was a little bit surprised with that. Uh, So we'll have a poll question coming up. Phone calls are welcome. And uh, I mentioned that we have Alex Smith, quarterback of the Washington football team. I'm just curious what his wife was feeling when she watched him run into that huddle. I mean, that was the most amazing part of it is there is your wife with your three kids, and you're going into a football game. And she knows exactly what you've gone through. The kids sort of know, but mom knows. And she sees you run out there. And there were former players who were crying when they saw Drew Brees, or when they saw uh, Alex Smith go out there and throw that first pass. Now, I don't know if they were crying when they saw Aaron Donald get on uh, Alex's back. And I'm going, oh my God. All right. I guess he's healthy. When I saw that. All right, so we'll take a break. We'll talk to Alex Smith, CeCe Sabathia. Now, he wore the baggy pants. CeCe was not wearing the Lululemon-type pants that uh, Walker Bueller had. Plus, this whole blister thing. Like, certain pitchers are just susceptible. I figured it's like guitar players. Like, after a while, you got calluses, and and that you would want calluses. Uh, But, you know, there's certain pitchers down through history. Uh, Wasn't it... um, who was uh, Beckett? Josh, or, um, Josh Beckett. Josh, yeah. He Beckett. had a lot of issues in his career, especially with the Red Sox with the uh, blister problems. I don't know if Nolan Ryan did. The ball got blisters. From Nolan <laughs> Probably so. <laughs> All right, we'll take a break. We're just getting started here. Uh, coming up on 19 after the hour here on the Dan Patrick Show. LifeLock, the pandemic has led to an astounding increase in unemployment benefit claims filed across the United States. And sadly, con artists are taking advantage of this. They have filed tens of thousands of fraudulent unemployment claims using 
consumers' identities. The FTC has confirmed due in large part to the high volume of benefit fraud cases, identity theft has officially moved to the number one spot for fraud in America. That's why it's essential that you have LifeLock. Now, LifeLock is the first to say no one can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions at all businesses. But LifeLock detects a wide range of identity threats, like your social security uh, number for sale on the dark web. If they detect your information has potentially been compromised, they'll send you an alert. LifeLock will see threats that you might miss on your own. Join now and save up to 25% off your first year. Use the promo code Patrick. It's simple. You call 1-800-LIFELOCK or you can go to LifeLock.com. Make sure you use the promo code Patrick and save up to 25% off. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 to noon Eastern or 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Dan Patrick Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Or stream us live on the Peacock app. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. It is getting that time of the year. It's Miller time. You don't need a watch or a clock to tell you. It's Miller time. Weather gets a little bit warmer. All of a sudden, the beer gets a little colder. It's beer cracking season. It, it, whoa, Okay. I don't know if it says that on the calendar. It's a beer that strips away everything you don't need and holds on to what matters the most. It's a light beer that tastes like beer. That's why I reach for a Miller Lite. And it's less filling, only 96 calories. They've been doing this since 1975. They have perfected it. You know, that summer afternoon, we're coming into that time of the year, be like, oh, man. Crack one? Yes, or two. Don't look at your watch. Don't look at the clock. Don't look at the calendar. You know. Miller Lite, the great taste, less filling, tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick, or you can pretty much find it anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories per 12 ounces, fewer calories, fewer carbs than premium regular beer. Miller Lite. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. McLevin said something to me yesterday in passing, and then the more I thought about it later on last night, the more I thought it's a possibility, and that has to do, yes, McLevin actually going against the grain. Because I know Jerry Jones is all in on Dak Prescott, and he, of course, says that Dak's his future, and I understand all of that. But these guys are businessmen. You know, if Jerry Jones can somehow bring in Matthew Stafford at what would be considered a bargain, for the numbers he puts up, and he's a, a Dallas native, and I don't know, it's just something that, you know, I think it was interesting to file away, that possibility of Matthew Stafford next year. Because Detroit is going down in flames, and Matthew Stafford might be there for the taking at a pretty good salary. 
what uh, you know, a bargain. Because Dak's going to cost you probably fifteen million more per season than Matthew Stafford is. I think. I think Stafford's around twenty-two million, something like that. And Dak, if he comes back, even if you franchise him, he's getting thirty-seven million dollars. And I just wondered with Matthew Stafford, who does put up great numbers. He's always been on bad teams. Uh, you know, made the playoffs what a couple of times here. You know, right there, not in his prime, but, you know, on the tail end of his prime, perhaps. But that might be something as a plan B if they don't like the progress for Dak Prescott or they want to hold it above him. Uh, you know, but I'm sure Detroit would want a first round draft pick in, in uh, return for him. I don't know if Matthew Stafford's available. I know the Lions were interested in Tua Tonga Vailoa. I know that. And uh, they decided that the current staff could not take a chance because they had to win now to keep their jobs. Yes, McLevin. You know, people keep saying that the Cowboys might franchise tag Dak again. Would you really pay $37 million for a guy coming off that serious of an injury? Isn't that a concern? Well, like, Kind of like Alex Smith. I don't want to spend $100 million on him. So I either franchise him or I give him $100 million or cut him. I, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to, you know, franchise him. Maybe Dak would take a lesser contract, mm, like say like maybe. three years, 80 million or something because of the injury. I, I hate don't to say I it. don't know. I mean, they played hardball. Um, and, and this isn't a, a three to four month injury rehab. This is longer than that. Like I would I would be shocked if in three months, you know, he's moving around like Tua Tonga Vailoa was obviously for a different injury. But this is, I, from, I was told yesterday, orthopedic surgeon said, I would say five months, that would be where I would start. That's how I would treat a patient who had this. You know, bone sticking through the skin and, you know, dislocated, broken, or fracture. This is a five-month, at least, is how he viewed it. But he said, look, you know, this athlete is younger and he's in great shape. But if this happened to somebody who was of similar age, I would say it's a five-month rehab process here. But I don't know what the Cowboys are going to do. But I, I wouldn't rule out them kicking the tires on maybe another quarterback here. Because Jerry has to win now. Like, this is the window. It's now. And he spent all of this money. And look, they could still go to the playoffs. Vegas says they're still the favorites, but that's just because somebody has to be the favorite in that division. And Andy Dalton will do a good job. Maybe they get back to a little bit more of a conservative approach there with Zeke Elliott. I still maintain running the football, keeping that defense off the field is the best way to preserve uh, that defense and, and make sure that you're not going to expose them. And the more you keep the ball and you, you know, you run the clock, the less time I keep that defense out there. Yeah, I'm pulling. I, I'm looking at it. It's kind of like last year. It feels like there's everyone's looking for a quarterback, but then when the offseason gets here, it feels like there's too many quarterbacks and not enough spots. Like Sam Darnold could end up being a backup somewhere next year. Yeah. Um, you know, Daniel Jones, believe it or not, could be a backup somewhere next year or cut if, if they get the number one pick of the draft. Jameis Winston's sitting there playing backup. Uh, Matt Ryan may have to take an Andy Dalton deal to play somewhere next year or get traded. Matt Stafford, all these guys are moving on. It feels like there's too many quarterbacks and not enough roles. And then you got Justin Fields and Trevor Lawrence. Yeah. I mean, you got quarterbacks, Trey Lance coming in. I mean, it's, they're coming. You know, the dinosaurs are leaving the NFL and you got all of these quarterbacks coming in and everybody's trying to find that next Mahomes or Lamar Jackson. And, hey, we tried it, move on after two years. We tried it, move on after a year. We tried it, move on after three years. I mean, that's really what's happening. And Arthur Blank, I mentioned, the Falcons owner, I was just curious what he was going to say about Matt Ryan. And, and listen, because he's on a teeter-totter here. He's going up with Matt Ryan and then going down without Matt Ryan. Here's Arthur Blank, the Falcons owner. Matt's been a franchise leader for us, a great quarterback, one of the leading quarterbacks in the last 13 years in the NFL. So I hope he's going to be part of our plans going forward, but that will be a decision that I won't make. Matt has the ability to play at a very high level, even at this age. Whether that's going to continue or not, I'm, I'm not sure. Whether or not, you know, Matt can keep himself together and, and uh, <laughs> God willing, he'll be able to do that and play at the level that he's capable of playing at. All righty. How would you feel if you're Matt Ryan and you hear that? I've think he likes me. I think he still wants me as his starting quarterback. 
And then he said it's not his decision. So now you got to bring in a GM, and then it'll be a GM and a new coach's decision on Matt Ryan's future there. But they're stuck with Matt. Like his salary cap hit, that dead money, you're probably going to have to cut him and eat that money. If you get a top three pick, are you going to take a quarterback here in Atlanta? Yeah, McLevin. Aren't they way too good to have a top three pick, though? They've basically beaten three or four teams. Oh, I know. Yes, absolutely. I thought that they would be right on the cusp of being a playoff team this year. I thought they had that much talent. But, you know, they found a way to lose games. And obviously that's why you have a coaching change in there. But Matt Ryan, Matthew Stafford, those are the kind of quarterbacks that can have sort of that Joe Flacco moment where they come in and maybe get a chance to play in a big playoff game, go to a Super Bowl there. Yeah, Paul. You know, the Falcons have a couple games that are winnable in the next few weeks. They got Denver, they got Carolina, Minnesota, Detroit. But then they end the season with, you know, Tampa, Kansas City, Tampa. It doesn't, mm. it doesn't line up well for them to finish the season. And no way. Yeah, McLovin. I can't predict Tampa at all, by the way. Like, by, by the way, and the other team, the Giants feel too good to be in the number one pick. Because they almost beat the but, Cowboys. But the Jets don't. The Jets feel... Like, the Jets feel like they're legitimate. Like, they're bad. You know, we always talk about team being legitimate, like they're good. Like, the Jets legitimately bad. And I don't see them getting better anytime soon. But in, in true Jetsian form, they're going to win a couple of games that they shouldn't. They just will. You'll go, what are you doing? No! We don't want to win! Jags, it feels like they got the wake-up call. They got the memo. Hey, what are you guys doing, man? You know, let's let's slow it down here. We we don't want to win. We'd like to have Trevor Lawrence here in Jacksonville. Uh, also, I was I went back and looked at a draft profile of Justin Herbert. And remember when we had him on? You know, he doesn't have a big personality. And uh, I said, "You're labeled too nice, and and not not a leader. He's not a vocal leader. He's too nice." But this is once again where. The scouts and GMs and owners and coaches talk themselves out of, of, of a player. Because I always say, tell me what you do well. Like, I want to know the things you do well. Instead of, these are the things you don't do well. Because if I know you do great things, then we can build on that. And I can worry about the other things. If the good outweighs the bad, but if you're going to go, you know, he's too nice, not a vocal leader. Then you talk yourself out of Justin Herbert. And I think that's what teams do, especially at that position. Remember, you know, Peyton Manning, the big debate. He couldn't beat Florida. Okay. He, he couldn't beat Florida. And so that's why you had debate on Ryan Leaf. And nobody found out who Ryan Leaf really was. Or they wouldn't have had a discussion about this. Because Ryan Leaf was not a leader. Great talent, not a leader. And that came from somebody at Washington State who told me. Prior to the draft, he goes, wait till you get a load of Ryan. And I go, what do you mean? He goes, just wait till you get a load of Ryan. And I said, okay. I said, you got a lot of talent. He goes, oh, yeah. But that personality, wait till you get a load of Ryan. And I went, okay. And he just filed that away. And all of a sudden, it's like, uh, I think he was telling the truth there. Yeah, Paul. Don't you think hotness has something to do with it? Like you're no longer fresh on the shelf. Justin Herbert... His, remember the year he went back to Oregon? We're like, what are you doing? You were the number one pick. Yeah. And then he didn't do anything wrong. He just became not hot and fresh anymore. It's like Trey Lance now is, is played one minute. He's getting out just in time. Right. Matt Liner stayed too long. Right. Matt Barkley stayed too long. Deshaun Watson. Yeah, Deshaun Watson was always, I, I never understood that. He did everything you wanted, was a great kid, leader, and, you know, they'll bring up the Pittsburgh, you know, the Pittsburgh game. I go, did you see the other games? Like Mitchell Trubisky had no moments. Deshaun <laughs> Watson had moments. He won an actual training. Did you see the Pittsburgh game? Yeah, and I saw the Alabama game. Trubisky had two touchdowns against Wake Forest one, okay. uh, on a Thursday night. All right. Yeah, I did. If, if you wanted to find Daniel Jones or Mitchell Trubisky, it was usually a Thursday night game. Yes, McLemon. 
Are you sure that these guys are really hot or are we making them hot? And the NFL still thinks the same thing about them. Like Justin Herbert, we thought was going to be the number one. Matt Barkley, we thought was going to be the number one. Christian Hackenberg. But the NFL might have known already because doesn't that information come out later? Usually? Yes. And this is where the scouts go crazy. Or, you know, my source who's a scout. And he says, look, guys in the media, they, they shouldn't be assessing the, these players. Like, our job is to go out there, we interview, we interview people, their coaches, we interview people behind the scenes, we put them through workouts, we look at all the measurements, like, we see all of that. That's why when you'll see somebody moving up or moving down in the draft, is basically because the media put them in a certain position, and then the scouts come in. Like, Patrick Mahomes, I don't know if he would have been where he was. Uh, you know, the media didn't give him hype. And then all of a sudden he's moving up. And then that's when, you know, my scout, my uh, source said, uh, you guys better get Patrick Mahomes on. I go, why? He goes, he's moving up. And I went, oh, okay. And Deshaun Watson was falling. And I thought, I don't, I don't understand this, but it has to do with the media. They have their mock drafts already for next year. Like it's always ready. But how can you tell how some, how good somebody's going to be at the next level? in particular at the quarterbacking position. Because everything about Mahomes was, man, risk taker, tries to be like Favre, played in the Big 12. All the negatives, but nobody said extremely athletic, great runner, uh, great arm, maybe the best arm in foot. Like nobody said that as much as, man, eh, risk taker, eh, out of control, took advantage of Big 12 defenses. I'm going, okay. Like I just sort of come to accept it. Like, okay, that's fine. Yeah, McLevin. You know, the rise that really struck me as unusual was Baker Mayfield. Like, nobody in the media had him. I mean, at the end, there was buzz started, but, like, wasn't he a second-round pick for 90% of his career? I don't know, other than when I came in that Monday and I told you guys, I said, sit down. Guess who the Cleveland Browns are taking number one? And when I said Baker Mayfield, you guys were like, what? And I said, yeah. I still don't believe you. I I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> And I even said to my source, I'm like, Baker Mayfield? I said, over these other quarterbacks? Yeah. I, and I said, but I thought they would like they like Josh Allen, smokescreen. I went, so they didn't really want Josh Allen? No, smokescreen. I went, oh, my God. So, I mean, these are just things that happen leading up to the draft. But it's like Taysom Hill. You know, Sean Payton's going to prove us wrong the, the best he can. I'm telling you, Taysom Hill is uh, going to be our starting quarterback. I, okay. I don't get it. I, I think he he's interesting uh, because he can play a lot of different positions. He's athletic. But if you can't play the position in college, I have my doubts about you playing the position in the NFL. And you know, he's got he's got talent, but we, we're trying to make him Lamar Jackson, and he's not. And you saw him last night where they were just kind of force him in there a little bit. I I would see Jameis Winston as their starting quarterback before I would Taysom Hill. But look, I I'm probably in the minority on that in the uh, New Orleans organization. But I think Jameis Winston, with proper coaching, and that he you know he got basically. Uh, handed his lunch a little bit here. I think, you know, they, they punctured his ego a little bit to say, you got a lot to learn here. And if you're able to do that and listen and watch what Drew Brees does, then maybe you can be, because he does have talent. Like, he has legitimate quarterback talent. But that doesn't mean he's going to be your starter. But I think he's... He's more ready to be a starting quarterback than Taysom Hill. Yeah, Paul. And, and people talk about Taysom Hill as the future of the quarterback position. How old do you think he is? Do people think he's like 20, He's like 30, isn't he's he? He's 30 years old. <laughs> he's 30. He's our future. Well, consider with a 41-year-old Drew Brees, like we got a youth movement right. going on. But don't you think they should have used him as a tailback the past four years instead of having sitting on the bench and running wildcat plays? He's a fast dude. He ran a 4-4-6. He's but wasting time. They're guys who are fast going straight ahead. Yeah. I don't know if he can make people miss. They're, 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 he doesn't have Alvin. He can when he throws. <laughs> <laughs> He's not Alvin Kamara, let's put it that way. Yeah. All right, we'll uh, come back. We'll settle on a poll question. we got our play of the day coming up next year on the Dan Patrick Show. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app, 
at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is... And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports. Like, a lot. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my live sports and docs in one app. Like Giannis, The Marvelous Journey, and the National Women's Soccer League, both included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report sports add-on. Or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. All in one app with one password. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. God. The play, the play, play of the day. Runner left side, got it. I'm gonna play it and play it. This is the play of the day. Check this out. Now the one-one pitch. Here's a swing. He popped him up down the right field line. Will it stay in play? Drifting over, Margot into foul territory near the sidewall. Makes the catch. Flips over the wall. Did he hold on? Yes, he did. What a catch in right field by Manuel Margot. Oh my! WDAE, the Rays Radio Network, Game 3 tonight in San Diego. Margot catches that ball, and then he falls into foul territory. That's an out. But if he caught a ball and falling into the stands in, in fair, in like a home run, then it would be a home run, correct? I just Googled that, and that is what everybody is saying, yes. That's that our, that, that I can, is a home run. I can, I can catch a ball... In foul territory, fall into the stands, it's, it's an out. But if I, let's say I'm at Fenway in right field, and I, if I catch it and while I'm falling over the wall, and I end up in the stands or in the, in the bullpen, then that's a home run, right? But if you catch the ball, and then you go tumble over the wall, then it's an out, I believe. If you, if you catch it and they establish that you caught it, then it's an out. But I, I was just curious that we... You catch it and you go into the foul territory, and that's an out last night. Yeah, Paul. Yeah, in both cases, you're preventing the ball from landing in the territory, but but there's different rules for them. Yeah. So doesn't wouldn't it be a great play to catch it and land on your feet in the stands and as to save a home run? Well, you could jump over right field wall into the bullpen at Fenway. Yeah. And that's a home run, though. Yes. If you land with the ball. Yes. Are you against this? Are you going to rally against it? No, no, no. But I do. Remember when John Smoltz was on with us last week and John said they should have every wall in baseball be about eight feet high. So you do have the opportunity to rob home runs. Yeah, McLovin. But now I'm seeing an Austin Jackson jump over the wall and fall and they, they counted as an out. 
on a Hanley Ramirez home run. And I don't know, hmm. I don't know what the specific rules are. So I'm seeing mixed things on this. Maybe send baseball a note there. Yes, but no. he might have established himself in in the field. Well, that's out. if you I think do, that's what happened. You, I, do you have to complete the process in yes. Major League Baseball? Yes. Tony. So you're expecting an outfielder to catch the ball, rob him from a home run, and then in midair somehow show that you've held yes. it for a certain number of seconds, throw it back in as you're falling so you don't have the ball with you when you land behind the wall. Is that too much to ask? A little bit. Uh, play of the Day brought to you by LegalZoom during these unprecedented times. You can rely on LegalZoom for legal help. Visit LegalZoom.com today. Take care of the things you need to get done without having to leave your home. That's LegalZoom.com. Did we decide on a poll question here? I had a question. Is Drew Brees closer to 2013 Peyton Manning, 55 touchdowns, or 2015 Peyton Manning, nine touchdowns and like 17 picks? The, the year they won the Super Bowl and he got benched for Brock Osweiler. I'm going to say neither. But if I had to pick, I'd say he was more for the first one. He's going to still throw, you know, close to 30 touchdowns this year, I'm going to guess. it's it, Because he's got Kamara and Michael Thomas coming back, and those guys are getting, you know, eight to ten catches per game. That's how they score touchdowns. So I, I would say he just doesn't have a strong arm. Now, Peyton lost his arm. But having Michael Thomas certainly makes him a whole lot better there. But Kamara's getting, you know, all those catches. A couple of phone calls. Al in Atlanta. Al is back. Al has turned over a new leaf. He's now a positive Al. Hey, Al. Yes, indeed, Dan. Positivity is the only way. All right. Now, I'm calling today because yesterday I heard a certain caller from the other coast call in and disrespect the Braves saying he wants, already thinking about the, the World Series and the Astros. So I just got one question for Esteban in California. Mm. I want to know mm. what he thinks of those late-ending Atlanta Braves bats. All right. Well, we'll see if Esteban is up, even though he normally talks about the Raiders. But uh, thank you, Al. Uh, those were great late-ending heroics there by the Braves. Like, great. It's a great-hitting team. And then you, Max Fried was great. I don't know anything about Ian Anderson sitting on a park bench. Uh Eight starts, five wins in 44 innings. Clayton Kershaw's had 381 starts, and he's pitched 2,500 innings in his career. Ian Anderson, by the way, is, yes, he's the uh, lead singer. He's, is he a flautist or flutist of <laughs> Jethro Tull? Creepy lyrics, by the way. Yeah. If I'm the other Ian Anderson, I go by Ian Anderson. <laughs> anything to distance myself. That's why I became a pitcher and not a musician. Do you think that the reason why Jethro Tull is not in the Hall of Fame, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, is because their lead singer plays a flute and wears tights? Yes. Do you think that's it? Seaton? Well, I don't know. People seem to love Jethro Tull for some reason, but that's why I'd keep them out. Well, <laughs> Thick as a Brick and Aqualung are two great albums, but when people see... Jethro Tull in concert. First of all, his name is Ian Anderson, but the band is Jethro Tull. That's that's the problem for most people because when you first learn about the band, you're like, so there's no new no guys named Jethro in the band. Yeah, I know so it's the, a reference, like the Leonard Skinner situation. Yeah, we let that one slide. Yeah, Thompson twins, neither of them named Thompson. <laughs> Very bothersome. <laughs> yeah, twins. Their last name twins. Right. Yeah. I don't know. There's something about a little. Guy coming out dressed like he's like from Lord of the Rings or something. He's got his leprechaun. Yeah, and you're like, dude, what? It, doesn't he have like a Seinfeld puffy shirt on? <laughs> yeah, and, yeah. He's got his tights on. It looks like he should be on the sidelines of Notre Dame. Uh, yeah, McLevin. Yeah, but even your band, the coolest band ever, Led Zeppelin, was singing about nerdy Mordor stuff oh, left and I, right. I hate the lyrics of Led Zeppelin. I, I, I the, the lyrics are the worst part of Led Zeppelin. But they did it so awesome, though, so it doesn't really matter. No, the, they just played it louder. You didn't have to hear the lyrics. That's uh, probably so. But I, yeah, I never, the, the Cliffs of Modor or whatever the nonsense that Robert Plant. It's like the greatest book of all time. It's, uh, the Lord greatest of the book of all time? What? No, but it's in that conversation. I would yet. say the Bible's right up there, McLovin. Well, oh. I've actually never read Lord of the Rings, to be honest, but I, everyone says it. Like, you had to read The Hobbit in high school. It, no, no, there. no. I hated those stupid books. You hate sci-fi and fantasy. Yes, I do. Yes, I live in, in reality. The only thing that you ever, is you came in one day and said, Jon Snow's alive. <laughs> and I Game never watched an episode of Game of Thrones. Never. I tried. I got the, the when they, 
when they push the kid out of the window in the first uh, episode. That's a tough scene. Yeah. But that was it. I went, all right, I'm done. A lot going on there. Yeah. A whole lot going on. <laughs> Hold on. A lot going on where you're like, wow, okay. Yep. Uh, all right, interesting. I got seven seasons of this. Okay. And you would have thought that would have kept me, right, engaged. Like, I would have been, all right, I saw there was a little bit going on here. Push the kid out of the window. And I went, no, I'm done. Yeah, uh, Paul. Zeppelin's kind of like Rush where they, the lyrics... You don't understand what they're talking about. I, I've listened to Rush for 30 years. I don't know what Neil Parrott was talking about, but if you play it loud enough and they kick ass enough, you're like, let's go. Yeah. I was always disappointed in the uh, Zeppelin lyrics. Like, they're in there in Stairway to Heaven, like the hedgerow or something like that. Like, it's no, not good. But the sound was awesome. Love that. Uh, we'll get to phone calls coming up next hour. And uh, did we settle on a poll question, McLovin? Yeah, I put up who takes it uh, hardest, the owner, the player, or the coach when the team loses? Yeah, because I was on that topic, and I, of course, strayed, as I always do. But Arthur Blank, like when you're a quarterback and you lose, that'll stay with Matt Ryan the rest of his career. And Arthur Blank is the owner. Remember when he came down to the sidelines and he's there and like, yeah, woohoo, going to win a Super Bowl, 28-3. to All eyes are on me. Uh-oh. Like that's a loss that as an owner you you can't do anything about. At Bed365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar, whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The fully electric EQS sedan from Mercedes-Benz is innovation on a magnificent scale. Available with the epic 56-inch touch-sensitive hyperscreen. The vehicle is all electric. The feeling is all Mercedes. Learn more at mbusa.com slash EQS. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.